0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Michigan Wild Podcast, and I'm your host, Marcus Shewing. Today on the podcast, it's just going to be me flying solo. And basically, what I'm going to do is give a bit of an update, a recap. Um, I'm not sure how you'd want to describe it. That's what I'm going to be doing uh, as it pertains to uh, the whitetail season uh, here in Michigan. And at this point, we're just under two weeks in, um, and you know, from what I've seen, uh, there have certainly been a lot of big deer that have hit the ground, uh, across the, across the state of Michigan, uh, from where I'm keeping tabs. But in my neck of the woods, uh, and I am hunting mid Michigan and the land that, that I'm hunting, uh, is one that is still, I would say relatively new to me. And what I mean by that is it's a piece of land, um, that it's a, it's a piece of private land that my in-laws own, uh, that they acquired uh, about, I think this is our fourth season uh, actually hunting the property, and we've certainly had some success uh, in the early years. First year, I was able to tag out as far as bucks go. The second year i took a nice late season buck the third year last year um no bucks i did take a doe off the property um i guess it would be also the year the second year my brother-in-law took a buck off the property and we took two or three does off the property last year we've had a lot of really good um sightings, which, you know, I know a lot of people can say, um, last year for whatever reason, whether it was, we became a bit too complacent, uh, in our approach, uh, and what I mean by that and like our access routes and things like that, or if it was just, you know, we were in the wrong place at the wrong time, which I tend to think it, it was because we certainly had a lot of intel, uh, you know, looking back on the season where, you know, we had. I would say, you know, bucks that we would shoot um, in daylight on camera, uh, you know, from October 1st through the end of November, uh, I would say there was only maybe a handful of days where we didn't have a daylight picture uh, of these bucks on some some, some point of our property. So it was a bit, last year was just a grind. It was frustrating. Uh, we had a lot of high hopes, um, especially coming off. The, the prior year we both shot a nice buck um, and then yeah, last year nothing just just materialized. So coming into this year, we had not put the time and effort forth during the summer that we typically do. I mean, life happens, you just don't get the time. I mean, the, the piece of property uh, is two and a half hours from where we live so you know to get up there and actually put in some time uh, I mean you're dedicating a whole weekend to it and it can be tough uh with you know anyone who's listened to some of my previous podcasts or my other podcasts I've talked about it before with with young kids um and everything that comes along with that from you know just you know responsibility as a parent wanting to spend time with the family um obligations as far as that goes it can just it gets tough it gets tough especially with it not being close to home so we only had I think two days to really do a lot of the work that we wanted to get done and that's that's not enough (laughs) basically so we were able to kind of utilize those two days with removing uh previous year stands or stands that had been there for a few seasons that we just didn't like, weren't really, we didn't really find ourselves sitting in a ton. Um, and when we did sit particular stands, we just didn't have, um, you know, the, the action, uh, that we thought we might. Um, so we decided to take those down and we had scouted, uh, during Turkey season, we had scouted some new areas, uh, that we just hadn't been able to spend a lot of time in, uh, in previous years. So. We I think hung three new sets this uh, this summer and um, yeah, just decided that that was the route we were gonna go. So you know, everyone listening knows that typically, you know the early season is, well, it can be a good chance to really capitalize on uh, you know some summer patterns uh, that are still, going on as far as these deer are concerned and what we wanted to do we have a really we have multiple food plots throughout our property and we have um I would say it's kind of our our main food plot and it's our biggest and we have um two kind of box blinds one is at the north end that um we don't really sit in all that often uh, we have another one um, that is kind of at the uh, west side uh, of it. And that's one that we use primarily only during rifle season. Um, it's just it's not very conducive to bow hunting. Uh, so we don't really ever sit in there with a bow. We hung a, <clears throat> a new stand um, on a certain edge of this. And I think it was on the... Uh, kind of the northwest edge, uh, of this property. So that first, uh, opening weekend, we had an east wind, uh, which is very rare. And we decided it was, uh, one of the rare opportunities that we were going to get to probably actually sit this, um, this new, new stand that we put up. And it's right on the, uh, you know, the edge of this field, um, with some really, uh, good, Food sources in there that we that we planted throughout the uh, this summer, and my brother-in-law sat there the first day. Uh, he sat there Saturday night and had some good activity um, as far as just deer numbers go, uh, but only saw um, a few small deer, a uh, few small bucks, I should say, and uh, one what appeared to be um one of our, our, our target bucks um at the uh far north end of the field, uh well out of range, uh, kind of back in this little corner and uh he just never got out of that corner. Um and then something spooked it and he, you know, left the field and when I say he wasn't close, I mean, you know, I'm talking you know, 100 hundred and hundred yards, hundred and twenty five yards away. So um, a good distance away and it just never materialized. So uh, I was not able to hunt opening day. I was able to hunt the second. So we had that same wind and typically uh, we we try not to sit the same stands uh, in back to back days, uh, especially something like early season where we were only hunting the evenings, especially if we're sitting on food, we're only hunting the evenings. Um, so uh whether it was against my better judgment or not i'm I'm not exactly sure but uh i decided to sit that he sat um my brother-in-law sat a different set and i had uh not a lot of activity but the activity i did have um i had three probably two and a half to. I, i don't even know if i would say that one of the one of the bucks that started to work out uh was a three and a half year old i would say Three uh very nice uh healthy two and a half year old bucks um, one that you know you see a lot of people take in Michigan and rightfully so they're they're good deer um, I wasn't really uh interested in shooting those deer and I only say that because I knew we had better deer um, on or around the property that's the only reason i In previous years, I would have absolutely, probably uh, tried to take a crack at it. But um, first of the year, uh, it's just, I wanted to enjoy the hunt. Um, But the deer never gave me an opportunity. Uh, They started to work into uh, this window uh, that I have in front of me. And for whatever reason, something spooked them. Um, And sometimes I would think that maybe it was my wind, but the wind was still in my face. and they actually ran back upwind. So I don't know uh, what it was. Maybe it was something that I did. Uh, I can't be too sure, but they uh, they took off. And it felt like that was kind of my opportunity to really have um, an encounter, let's call it, even though I kind of made up my mind that I probably wasn't going to shoot one of those deer. Um, it was still obviously anytime you've got some, you know, nice, you know, mature bucks kind of walking in front of you or walking in the vicinity. It's always, uh, it's always exciting, it always gets the heart, heart going. So it was certainly enjoyable. I wouldn't call it, um, um, a failure. Um, but I would certainly say that it was good to see those deer. Uh, they had come from our neighbor, from the neighboring property, uh, and worked their way, um, into our brassicus, uh, that we have planted there. Um, and that was. I would say probably around six, six fifteen, uh on October second. And, you know, as the rest of the hunt kind of waned on, um, had uh you know, two more young deer uh feed into the field uh after, you know, in the last hour uh, and then kind of milled around until dark and then made their way back into the woods. Um, and that was that was my first uh first set of the year. So It was uh, certainly encouraging seeing some young, you know, nice mature bucks, uh, but it was also a bit discouraging because I didn't have uh, quite the the turnout that I thought I would in terms of numbers um, sitting on on that good food source. And certainly uh, was a lot less deer than my brother-in-law had had seen uh, the previous night. And, you know, to be honest, I don't know how often uh, we'll even get a chance to sit that as the year goes on, um, just because again, that uh, that east wind is is not one that that we tend to see a bunch, um, and you know, the probability of us seeing an east wind on uh, an opportunity that we actually have to hunt uh, is probably even more rare. So it's a it's a great spot if you have that wind, but it um, just isn't something I'm, I'm really going to bank on uh, as the year goes on. Uh, And then just uh, I was able to hunt uh, this past Friday. So what was that be the 7th maybe I suppose? Yeah, October 7th. And the 7th was kind of the I don't even know if you want to say cold front, but it was our first big real temperature uh, swing uh, in the month of October. Um, We had been kind of hovering in the 50s and 60s um, throughout the first week or so and then uh uh, mid last week we had uh some some warmer days we were in the 70s uh and then friday uh thursday night into friday morning the bottom kind of fell out and it uh probably a good 20 to 25 degree temperature drop uh from one day to the next and it was uh, a high of you know in the 40s uh mid to upper 40s uh so i was super excited to get a chance to get out um had a uh, a north wind, um, which is usually a good wind for our property, able to to hunt some some of our better stands, some of our better locations. Um, so I decided to, to hunt this area that we kind of uh, that overlooks kind of this switchgrass area, and it um, when I was when I was walking in, um, you know, this is probably my own fault but my access route was not great that day Um, just because i was walking kind of parallel to this switch this this big kind of patch of switchgrass um this that we see a lot of deer use especially uh later in the year because it's south facing and when walking in my scent was kind of blowing what you know any scent that i would have left on my on my walk in would have potentially blown into that field, um, where deer. Uh, I would I would think that likely deer were were moving uh, through, but I I walked past it, made a big loop around to come in uh, from behind my stand. Uh, walking in, came across a couple uh, very heavily used trails. Made sure to stay uh, downwind of those. Uh, found a big. Um, probably two to three foot in diameter, kind of community scrape, I would call it. And uh, it looked like it had been used that day. Um, I mean, it was very, very fresh. And so I was certainly excited uh, to find that. But as the, the day or the evening went on, I just, I didn't feel that uh, things were gonna materialize, material, materialize there. Uh, so I, again, going against my better judgment, um, about halfway through my set, I decided to pick up and move locations. Um, I just felt that given where food was and bedding was in that area, that if I did potentially see some deer, uh, it was going to be late, late and likely my opportunity to, um, get a shot at one of these deer. Uh, that may have been moving through the area was probably not going to be real high um, so i decided to to pack up quickly uh, i had another stand um, a couple hundred yards away um, overlooking a different area that was adjacent to uh, this area of our property that we kind of consider a sanctuary area uh, we don't ever go in uh, we know a ton of um, deer use it for bedding it's kind of their safe space um, so i got to this stand that was, like I said, adjacent to this, hoping that um, I would catch uh, something coming in to feed late or something coming through, uh, just to kind of check and see what was out there. And the rest of the night uh, kind of went with a young young yearling doe um, and probably a year and a half old buck uh, came through as well. So all in all, it was, not quite the, uh, the hunt I was hoping for. Um, some of that was probably can certainly be attributed to some of the things that, uh, that I did. Um, but I think we've all been there before that you you get into a stand and something just doesn't quite feel right. And you, you stick it out for better or for worse. Um, you know, this particular instance, like I mentioned, I, I knew, uh, I had another option that was relatively close by, um you know I, I packed up quickly made a a very quiet um exit from from that stand and was able to get to uh the other stand uh quickly and quietly without you know having my scent uh really do any more damage than it maybe already did and you know when i say that you know i'm i'm already taking the necessary precautions with scent control and and whatnot so uh you know it's not like i'm out there Lane sent all over but the fact remains that it just it didn't feel right um and in the end um not a uh, a great hunt but they're not all going to be winners um so as the as the season ticks on here uh it's probably going to be a few weeks um before i'm able to to get back out because you know when i'm hunting um our, our family's property um my my times and my days are are kind of set in stone um you pick the the weekends that you can make work and you go with it kind of irregardless of what the conditions are what the wind's going to do uh anything like that and you just make the best of it that's um part of that's part of hunting i think for a lot of us is unless you you know are fortunate enough to have something really close to home or you're able to um, have property that you, you, you can hunt property that you actually live on where you can, you know, hop out your back door and you have 20, 30, 40 acres, whatever the case is, um, the situation is certainly different. But for me, and when I'm able to, where I'm hunting and when I'm able to hunt, um, it's a bit limited. Now, as we get closer to the end of October, uh, into November, you know, when you get pre-rut, into the rut, uh, leading into to rifle season there, I'm certainly a bit more uh, deliberate um, in in when I'm choosing to hunt. Um, traditionally or historically, November 7th has been kind of the the best day um, for me. Um, I've had, or three years ago, I guess this will be uh, yeah, our first year on the property, uh, is when I just had a, a ton of encounters um, I've shot one of my bucks, uh, on November 7th, the following year, uh, had a really great encounter, uh, with a deer, um, that unfortunately I just made a bad shot on. Otherwise I would have had another, uh, deer on the 7th. Uh, and then last year, uh, last year just wasn't, you know, things didn't, uh, work out for me, um, on the 7th, but, uh, I'm certainly excited, um, for what the year holds. Cause as I said, we have some, we have some camera, uh, some pictures and, and and whatnot on some uh, really nice uh, mature Michigan deer. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how the rest of the year unfolds um, and what that brings. Uh, but for those listening, um, I highly encourage you guys to to stay, stay active, stay involved, um, keep grinding it out. Um, if you have, I guess like any questions or you guys want to hear um, some more uh, about kind of how my season's going, or if you want to, um, you know, reach out to me and talk to me about your season, you know, kind of where you're at, what it's looking like uh, more than happy to, um, you know, take some calls, um, you know, have you on the on the podcast to kind of talk about your season uh, and see how that's going. Uh, because I think that as, as hunters, you know, hearing kind of the success or the stories that other people are having. I think that that certainly uh, helps keep us uh, motivated um, because the season can be a grind. Um, You know, especially, you know, as you're kind of in that, they call it the October lull and, you know, whether you believe it, don't believe it, I don't know, but there always seems to be that stretch of October where the weather stays very consistent Um, you know, that doesn't really seem as though there's any reason for these deer wanting to be moving around a lot, uh, whether it's in the evenings or the mornings, um, you know, whatever the case is. So it can be, uh, it can be tough to, to stick with it, but I think that's, uh, that's part of why we love to hunt. So that is, you know, basically where my season is at so far uh as i as I mentioned, I'm certainly optimistic uh as things go on about um you know what's out there, but uh we'll see so um until next week, guys, I hope you uh enjoyed this little recap um i hope if you're listening to this and you've already you know notched a tag uh whether a buck or a doe, congratulations um uh, but certainly reach out to me and uh let me know. How your season's going? And um, you know, stay tuned next week, and uh, we'll talk probably uh, more whitetail. All right, Michigan, stay wild.